Today is Monday, January 11th, 2021. It's a gift from God, so take a deep breath and give Him thanks for life. Breathe to give your soul just a minute to get caught up with your body. Romans 4.9 Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Now, Abraham was 75 years old when God called him, as recorded in Genesis 12. But here in today's reading, which is only five chapters later, close to 25 years have passed. Abraham is 99, and God appears to him again to renew his promise. God's promise is to make a great nation of Abraham, to give him a land, and to prosper him. Now, back in chapter 12, Abraham left his family, his hometown, everything he knew to chase after God in this promise. Now, Abraham had taken a few detours. He'd had a discussion or two with God. He had questions. He even took matters into his own hands and tried to fulfill God's promise for him in his own way when he essentially took on a concubine and fathered Ishmael. Ishmael now, here in this chapter, was a teenager, and God shows up again promising a child, another child, a child that would be born to Abraham and his wife, Sarah, who was well past the age of having a child. Now, there's a lot of history here, and it made me wonder, was it harder for Abraham to obey now than it was in chapter 12? The novelty of a new relationship with God back then probably had carried Abraham a long way. But here we find that he had been chasing after God for a few decades, 25 years of waiting. Let me tell you, it can be exhausting to wait. It can be exhausting to hold on to hope. At his age, I wonder, does Abraham have the strength to believe? And the answer is yes. His faith in God was unshakable, it seems. Now, Abraham wasn't perfect. He got a lot of things wrong. I mean, just read Genesis. But what Abraham got right was putting his faith in God. I think this is why Paul describes Abraham as the father of faith. Here in chapter 4 of Romans, Paul starts to build a case that faith has always been what matters most to God. During his time, many people believed that you had to practice Judaism before you could accept Jesus Christ. They taught that you had to keep all of the Old Testament laws, including the practice of circumcision and observing kosher dietary rules. They believed that you had to work to find acceptance with God, that you had to make yourself righteous in order for God to count you righteous. But the problem is that no one is righteous. We all make mistakes, just like Abraham. None of us can live up to our own expectations. Works just don't work. This is why Paul builds his case with history. He goes back to the scripture that we read, and he puts in order the events of Abraham's life. Yes, Abraham receives the covenant of circumcision, but before that, he was counted as righteous. The text tells us that God called Abraham righteous before he was circumcised. Why? Because Abraham simply believed in God. Now, here's the good news. Abraham is an example of how God wants to relate to us today. God wants us to believe in him, to put our faith in him. And if we do, the text tells us that he will call us righteous. This means that you don't have to live up to your own expectations to be accepted. You don't have to be good to be loved by God. You simply have to believe that God can do what he said he would do. You have to have faith that God will make you righteous through Jesus Christ and that he'll do that because he loves you. So follow Abraham's example today.
Put your faith in God and see what happens. Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Righteousness.